0: A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu tibarak wa ta'ala wa sallam ala sayyidina Muhammadin. Sayyidina wa Sanadina wa habibina wa shafi'ina wa maulana. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa azwajihi wa dhuriyatihi wa ahli beytihi. Wa min tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawm al-dini wa bad, Babu tahrimi sabbil muslimi bighayri haqin. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْذُونَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بِغَيْرِ مَكْتَسَبُوا فَقَدْ ihtamalu بُهْتَانٌ wa مُبِينًا Mubina chapter regarding the prohibition of cursing a Muslim. Here cursing meaning like, like cussing them out as opposed to cursing in specific being making dua that Allah Ta'ala remove mercy from them. Uh, cussing out a Muslim without right Allah Most High says uh, in Surah Al-Ahzab describing uh, what is essentially a crime in his Sharia uh, and those people who are people of of criminal and disobedience uh, those people who harm the believers the male and female believers because of something that they didn't earn uh, such people have uh, such people have carried uh, a great falsehood and uh, a clear sin. Uh Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said that uh, the messenger of Allah said that to uh, curse out a Muslim is sin. Like you want to know who's a fasiq, who's a who's a sinner, who's a profligate, that is profligacy, it's sufficient to curse out another Muslim, that you're a profligate. كفر, and to fight him physically, it's as if it's kufr. And the ulama mentioned a number of, a number of different wujuhat because obviously it's not like you know to fight a Muslim, it's not kufr. The only kufr is kufr, like to stop believing. This is the mawqif of the Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah. So, what does this mean? Um, one of them is it's kufran al ni'mah, it's gross ingratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, it's kufr uh, in the linguistic sense. Another meaning of this uh, wording is what? Is that it is uh, something similar in terms of its prohibition meaning both are known to be absolutely prohibited, and it's something similar in its sin as well, in the sense that both will drag a person to the hellfire. Uh, now someone says, well, why do, we, why do you say that? We don't say that about sins in general. Those of you who took the tahawiyah, we don't say that there's any sin that's going to necessarily drag a person to the hellfire. and We say this is also true about, about uh, fighting physically another Muslim. Uh, but uh, when you kill somebody just like you have things if you were killed before your expected time uh, you would have things you would have wished to be able to straighten out you have your own sins that you would have wished to repent from and your own amends that you would have wished to make and you've had that opportunity snatched from you now you have to give hisab for it on the day of judgment such people are very unlikely to forgive the person who caused them to be in that situation um and then the munasaba also it's mentioned by mashaykh that the munasibah between uh, 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 between uh, between the the, the um, between killing a person and between kufr is what is that kufr is something that will deprive a person of their uh, uh, life in the hereafter and fighting a person deprives a, a person of their life in this world so this is the the, the you know, this is why it's appropriate to make one seem like, or to make one compare to the other, to make the construct the metaphor between them. Even though we don't say that literally, it's we don't say that literally it's kufr. It's not literally disbelief. The larger corpus of the teachings of the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ bear that out very clearly. But again, the use of words is intentional in order to show how uh horrible uh, how horrible it is to fight another believer. Uh, when Abi Darin Radhi Ta'ala anhu An Husani Arasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. La Yarmi Rajulun Rajalan Bilfiski O Bil Kufri Illar Tadda Ta'alehi Illam Yakun Sahebuhu uh uh Bukhari. Abu Dharrar al radiallahu ta'ala anhu said he, that he heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say that when a man uh, uh, throws an accusation and uh, casts an accusation at another man of profligacy or of disbelief um, that never happens except for that accusation will come back to the accuser uh, if the accused is not uh, completely guilty of uh, completely guilty of what they're uh, accusing them of. This doesn't mean I thought they were guilty of it. This doesn't mean I feel they're guilty of it. This doesn't mean, oh, there's this other circumstances. I, other circumstance I didn't know about. Rather, in the court of Allah Ta'ala, if that person is not guilty, whether you know why or you don't know why, uh, then this accusation will come back on on the person making uh, the accusation. So it's sufficient for a person to hold their tongue. It's also interesting and important to know who's the one who's narrating the hadith. Said Abu Ghazar al-Ghifari radiallahu ta'ala who, who was very hardcore and he was not down for weak sauce people in their deen. And he was himself a gung-ho to call out uh, people's, uh, uh, you know, people's uh, Insincerity, or their uh, inconsistency or their uh, uh, lack of requisite uh, um, effort put into uh, into their deen. And so it's telling that he's the one who's narrating this because it's something the Messenger of Allah وسلم, probably told him or said with him in the Majlis particularly for him to uh, reign back uh, what is otherwise a sincere uh, what is otherwise a sincere um motivation in him to also not uh, uh tolerate uh, uh not tolerate fisk from people not tolerate uh, profligacy from people wa ibn u hureira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala al mutasabani Ma qala fa'ala al-baadi minhuma hatta i'atadi al-madhloomu Rawahu Muslim Abu Huraira radiya Allah ta'ala who narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said regarding the Mutasab ban, right? Here the the Baba Sarf is the tafa'ul bab The tafa'ul means that you don't have a, a subject and object of the verb, rather there are two co-subjects that participate equal equally in uh, uh, in the, the action of the verb. So the verb here is sub is to cuss somebody out. When two people cuss each other out, uh, um, the 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 sin is on the one who started it. Why? Because sometimes a person is put in a bad situation. Someone says something bad to them without reason and without hak and then they have to f- say something back just to defend themselves uh, and so he says that the sin is on the one who started it as long as the uh, the, 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 the person who was cussed out uh, uh, doesn't then transgress the bounds and take the enmity to a further level beyond what was necessary so if someone says you know your hair looks stupid this is not a reason for you to go and like, I don't know, call their spouse and say, I, you know, I have a video of them cheating when you don't, or whatever. Like, so just the, you, everything, you know, or if someone does that, it's not a reason to go and like machine gun their grandmother or whatever. I don't know. Th- there's always a boundary that can be transgressed. The point is, is that uh, if a person is only saying enough that, that that they felt that they needed to in order to defend themselves against a person's accusation uh, or to uh, uh, requite uh, uh whatever it is uh that was being said then this is uh uh and this is this is still like it's on the on the person who started it but if uh, that person goes beyond that boundary then that's not excused at all i hear somebody opened a can of something uh in the dars of the hadith of the prophet it's probably not good to be eating and drinking things it's uh, against adab inshallah if you want you can just go run it over and just put it in the fridge or something like that or go outside and drink and then afterward uh, inshallah join Dars again when you're when you're ready to listen uh <laughs> والضارب بنعليه والضارب بِثَوْبِهِ فلمن صرف قال بعض القوم أخزاك الله قال لا تقولوا هذا ولا تعينوا عليه الشيطان رواه البخاري سيدنا أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه. he said that uh, the prophet صلى الله wa was a man was brought to the prophet صلى الله عليه who had drank uh, uh, who had uh, drank meaning he was intoxicated he drank alcohol. And so he said, "Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, beat him." Uh, the, had the punishment for drinking, by the way, is lashes that a person should get lashed. Uh, so they they carried out the punishment. Uh, uh, they carried out the punishment at the commandment of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Abu Hurairah, said that, "From amongst us, there were those who hit him with, uh, beat him with our hands." And those who beat him with their slippers And those that beat him with uh, a, 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 some Like a piece of cloth that they had um, And uh, when he left uh, Someone from, from the people said May Allah humiliate you And so the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa said Don't say that And don't uh, assist Shaitan against uh, against him uh, And it's Hadith of bukhari So here the point is that the Prophet forbade people even from cursing a sinner during their punishment for sin. Meaning what? That the point of the 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 punishment is what? There's a Usuli khilaf between the madhhabs as to what the point of the punishment is. So the Jamhur their their uh, uh, position is that the had punishments are kafara, they're uh, a uh, uh, an expiation for the sinner for the sin that they committed. Uh, whereas the uh, um, the the Hanafis they say no, the uh, the expiation of the sin is only through toba, uh, it's only through uh, repentance or through uh, the punishment in the hereafter, one or the other. Whereas the point of the had punishments in this world is Zajr. it's uh, to be a deterrent. But uh, the. That neither of them means what neither of the two either that it's an expiation which is itself a mercy that a person take the punishment in this world so that they're obviated from having to be punished for it on the hereafter or the second is what is zajar it's a, a a deterrent for anybody else to freely commit the sin therefore to make themselves eligible for the punishment neither of these are malevolent intents neither of these are intents that that have the intention of harming the, the the person who's guilty and who's eligible for the hadd punishment so the Rasul said even in meeting at the punishment don't say something bad about the, the person who's guilty of committing a, a sin uh, that reaches the court and that ostensibly ends up becoming something that's uh, that's, that, that's purview to a public corporal punishment so if that's the case then what do you think about just like people you know uh, for stuff that is not, you know, anywhere near uh, the the level of a had punishment. الله الله من من uh, and that the Rasul sallallahu wasallam narrated by Abu Hurairah that he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu say. Whoever, whoever accuses uh, his, his slave of zina, uh, that person, the, the had the punishment will be enacted on them on the Day of Judgment uh, uh, unless their accusation is true. Meaning this idea of just uh, kind of stabbing a person's honor or taking a pot shot at someone's honor this includes what the master against his slave, that a person who is of the most uh, menial class of people in society, uh, it includes them as well. And uh, uh, you can't just like wag your tongue and say, you know, whatever it is that you want, which is really interesting. Why? Because the idea of Qadf even being like a sin, it's not even there uh, amongst the society and the people that we live in. So people will say these things about one another. They will very casually pass the accusation of zina across on other people. And it's easy to get caught up in that. Why? Because we're good at like switching cultures and we're good at being pious within the majlis. And then when you go to school, you're good at being in school mode. When you're at work, you're good at being work mode. And when you're this, you're good at being this. When you're that, you're good at being that. It's difficult to be the same person. Uh, uh In all places for a, a number of people, not everybody has that talent. Uh, so a person should be very careful that it's still a sin, no matter what uh, mode you switch your uh, uh you switch your conduct to. It's still a sin. It's still haram uh, to the point where a person who accuses the slave uh, of uh, of that person al-qiyamah Allah ta'ala will punish them with the hadd of that the person will be lashed on the day of judgment uh unless uh, it wasn't just a spurious accusation it was uh, it was something that was uh, verified and true so a person should be careful about how they, they speak about one another this is one of the great mercies of the uh, the sharia of islam the prohibition of qadf uh and uh, uh it, it really is something that's like that's that's a, a great blessing and we only uh uh disrespect it to our own harm because it's one of those things you can't prove anything you get to the point where like look you know like supreme court justice is nominated and the congress is litigating whether or not like when he was like whatever 20 years ago when he was drunk at a party with a girl like if this happened or that happened like you can't litigate those things i mean if it happened it's really horrible like there's no i'm not saying it's not a big deal or let it go or whatever the point is is what you can't you there's no there, you cannot make heads or tails of it. It's completely useless information. Uh, and when we say useless information, what do I mean? If it's not true, a person can cast an accusation against a, another person. That's not true, and it will permanently put a, uh, a a doubt in the minds of everyone who hears the accusation. Uh, and you know, as far as that person lives, that's it. Look, if someone's guilty, go go take them, crucify them. For all I care, you know what I mean. If it if it's appropriate, if it calls for it. But to just like throw, throw some sort of taint on somebody that cannot be proven or disproven so that people have a, a bad opinion of one another until the Day of Judgment, this is completely like facade. It's like somebody took a piss in the cooler that everybody has to drink from. It's not, it's not good. Is that, it's obviously aesthetically not a very pleasing uh, metaphor, but it's very apt. It's very apt. It's extremely apt. And the, the, again, the society that we're in, very good at doing that very 100 percent good at throwing in like shade here and there uh, about these things in, uh, about people to the point where a person is like not able to verify or not able to deny any of uh, the accusations you just have a bad feeling everybody has a bad feeling about everybody the whole point of everything in the sharia i mean the the subsequent abuab will you know we'll will map it out in uh, in greater detail but one of the one of the one of the whole points is that we should meet each other with a good opinion of one another And that's not just because you're supposed to be goody-two-shoes and stupid as a Muslim. Goody-two-shoes as in like good for the sake of good in a way that doesn't help anybody and stupid in the sense that you're supposed to walk around thinking about things in a way that's not conformant to reality. Actually, this is also conformant to reality and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy both ways. If you think everyone's bad, people will become bad. If you think everyone's good, guess what? You'll have a society in which people will behave well uh and uh that's that you know that's something that uh that that's lost when we uh, just go around uh, maligning uh, one another uh non babu tahrimi sadbil amwati bighayri haqqin wa maslahatan maslahatan shar'iyyah uh wa hiya tahdhirun min al-iqtida'i bihi fi bid'atihi wa fisqihi wa nahwi huidalika uh, the chapter regarding the prohibition of uh, cussing out the dead uh, for uh, a reason that's unjustified or without uh, some sort of benefit, Sharia benefit. Um, and the Nawi says that the, the he defines what that that benefit is is like for example to warn people about somebody's reprehensible innovation so that others don't follow them in it or to warn about somebody's profligacy their open sin so that other people don't follow them in it or something like that that the, the the uh, leaving of a person's legacy intact will end up dragging people toward the path of misguidance or toward a path that will harm them. So you have to step up and say, well, you know, this person was like crazy, you know, like this person was wrong in this issue or this person was obstinate in this issue or this person wasn't who they, who they claimed that they were in this one matter. Uh, sometimes you have to step up and say that. But then, even, even then, you only say what you need to say in order to stop and in, in order to impede the harm. And then thereafter, we're not you know there are people, there are heterodox people who claim Islam that they make an entire, uh, they make an entire show about like cussing people out, uh, and we're not those people. We're not those people. The Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that Jibril said to him in a hadith narrated by Ibn Wahhab uh, that Allah Taala didn't send you as a la'an and Allah Ta'ala didn't send you down as a that you're all you do is cur, cur, send, you know, make dua against people and all you do is call people names uh, that's, not what, that's not what the point is, there are, there's evil, there's bad people in the world and it deserves to be called out but there's more to Islam than that there's more to life than that, there's more to the spiritual path than that uh, that's not everything and it's not even like half of it and it's not even a third or a quarter of it, it's a thing that happens, you move on it's something that's only there because because of its necessity. And other than that, it's not the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, created us. Uh, and it's not what Allah ta'ala wants from the believers. And so he said that all of the ayat, uh, because this has specific specifically to do with the dead, all of the ayat and all of the hadith that were in the last chapter apply to this um, chapter as well. And then he brings another hadith and say that in Aisha ta'ala anha, قال, قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم لَا تَسُبُّ الْأَمْوَاتِ Aisha, Umm Al-Mu'mineen, who said that the Messenger of Allah said, Don't curse the dead, because they've already arrived at that thing that they prepared themselves for, prepare, prepared for themselves. So, for example, there's a person, completely disagreeable, horrible person. Nobody's going to take them as a great imam and live their life based on their teachings, but they're just an annoying person. They did everything bad. They look, you know, looked bad, smelled bad, spoke ill, all these sins they did, etc. They're gone now. They're gone. There's no need to say anything bad about them anymore even if they violated your rights and whatever. Unless by talking about it, somehow you'll be able to restore some right of yours, um, which becomes a haq or a maslaha right? Either their good memory is going to harm somebody or there's some right that you have to take from them. Other than that, just the fact of remembering that they're bad, it's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time. They've already gone forward to it, whatever, uh, whatever uh, you know, uh, they prepared for themselves In the grave, they're already getting it, and uh, on the day of judgment, they're going to get even more of it, and in the hereafter, they're going to get it even further. So, you don't need to like talking about it, doesn't make it uh, you know, there's no need to talk about it anymore. It's done now, it's finished. Move on. (sighs) Babu Nahi Anil, Babu Nahi Anil Ida, the chapter regarding the prohibition of of harming uh, one another, and here in particular, the harm of. Uh, of, of not just your speech but your conduct to others uh, This is the first ayah we read from before uh, that those who uh, harm the believing men and believing women for other than uh, something that they deserved or earned um, those people have carried a great falsehood uh, carried a falsehood and carried a great uh, 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 sorry, manifests sin. When Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al قال قال الله, الله المسلم من المسلمون من والمهاجر من, من الله متفق عليه. Said said that the Messenger of Allah said that the Muslim is the one that the other Muslims are safe from his tongue and from his hand and the uh, uh, muhajir is the one who uh, leaves uh, that which Allah has prohibited him uh, and so this, this hadith is a great asal, it's a great like, foundation from the foundations of a person's practice in deen, that you shouldn't say things and you shouldn't do things, don't make your, uh, your entire living or don't make your entire shtick or your, your popularity amongst people uh, uh, that you harm, you harm one another be careful about how you talk about things. Be careful how you talk about others, etc. It's not worth it. Sometimes you do. I'm the worst about it. Sometimes, sometimes you want to make people laugh or you want to say something, and then afterward you realize you hurt somebody's feelings. It's not. It wasn't worth it. It's not right. It's not right. If somebody did, did that or behaved like that at some point, then they should ask for forgiveness from, from, from their brother Muslim. Uh, uh, it's not worth it. Wa anhu qala Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam an عن النار ويدخل الجنه فلتاته منيته وهو يؤمن بالله واليوم الاخر ولياتي الى الناس الذي يحب ان يؤتى اليه رواه مسلم وهو بعض حديث طويل سبق في باب طاعه ولاه الامور uh, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said it's a hadith also from Sayyidina Abdullah bin Amr bin Asr تعالى, he said that whoever wishes to be uh, distanced from the fire and entered into paradise uh, let their death come to them uh, in such a way, in such a state that they believe in Allah and in thee uh, uh, hereafter and uh, 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 um, let them bring to people that which they would like brought to them, meaning let them conduct themselves uh, with others uh, uh, in the the same way that they would uh, like to be uh, treated. And this is also a very big asl from the usul of deen, Uh, and I think that there are a lot of people actually, there are a lot of people that are held up and put up on a pedestal that I don't really have a whole lot of respect for, just because of the way they treat people. I know if others uh, treated them the same way, uh, they would not—they would not be happy with it. They would not—they uh, would not uh, tolerate it from others. This is a really bad sign in a person. Uh, I think there are many people, even mashaykh, quote unquote mashaykh. You know, like that. People have uh, this kind of. Uh, there are some people that have this. I never had it. But they have this attraction to people who are like just like jerks and who are going to treat them badly so someone one time I remember in Karachi someone's like oh so and so big sheikh you know he died a lot, mercy on him or whatever but you know someone's was like oh, this us go, big, big sheikh some band and some big sheikh biratari and sheikh and this and that and very spiritual blah 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 so I like, yeah let's go I was like so excited let's go all he did, all he did, you people are horrible, you do this, and you do that, and you're stupid, and you're, you sin, and you yes. this, and you, he's just like talking crap to the, to the audience, there was like, <laughs> you know, like, and there are some people who love that, they like that, you know, that's a, that's a, that's more, I feel like, a Khalil Center issue than it is a <laughs> Khan issue, you know, some people have that, whatever, they enjoy that, or they have a need, that's not, as far as I can tell, that's not the soul, that's not, that's not uh, ilm. That's not sun- the sunnah. I don't recall like any anything like it's just dumb. Actually, if you are a person who likes that, then you need help. Uh, and uh, if you find a sheikh that's like, and you guys have that relationship with one another, then you need help. That's not. I don't think you should. My advice to you, as a loving brother Muslim, you don't shouldn't expect that there is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of progress in that even though you do spiritually speaking even though you may enjoy that or that may be like whatever you have some deep-seated issues that you hate yourself and so you want to self-flagellate like that and it makes you feel better but that's not as far as i can tell that's not uh, that's not anything helpful or beneficial um uh, and so at any rate the hadith mentions what let him bring to other people what they would like to have brought to themselves This is, again, a problem. Some people learn enough FIP and then they start, like, they're like, oh, this is they realize, they figure out something's a loophole or whatever, and then they start doing that, you know, behaving in a certain way with other people. Um, But that common sense tells you, like, you wouldn't like somebody to behave like that with you. You know, FIP isn't everything. It's a floor uh, that defines certain legal parameters within which, you know, things need to operate. It doesn't mean that, like, you know, doing the bare minimum uh, uh, everything in Fiqh means that you're like a really good person. You can do the bare minimum in a lot of things in Fiqh and still be a complete like scumbag, uh, in human terms. This is why, this is why you know the Shahada in court to be able to testify in court, uh, or to uh, be able to you know narrate a Hadith. Uh, A person's adala, their uprightness, includes two things. There's there's the adala of the the shara that a person, like obviously, you know, you can't be a witness or you cannot be a narrator if you don't like pray, or if you don't fast in Ramadan, if you like eat pork or drink or whatever, right? These are shukr issues. But then there's murua as well. If you're just a weirdo or like a jerk or like something like that, still, like it's that person, such a person shouldn't be put forward as a imam uh, in the masjid. Such a person should not be. Uh, you know, you, people have a right to be suspicious of such a person and there's a lot of such shady conduct that happens out there and uh, it's good to have husna van you know, don't say like every sheikh is like that you know, have husmah but if like after you know, some time, you see, okay, this kind of you see a pattern emerging or whatever then you, your husmah van is like, okay, inshallah, like just from afar I'm going to do something else now and like, uh, but like, inshallah that person is, I don't know they'll figure it out themselves don't just don't let people you know there's a, that personality type don't let yourself get sucked into someone else making you do it into a sucker uh by by making you feel like yeah like oh no this is the soul so i have to like go against my nafs while a person just like is just a jerk to me uh, having somebody treat you like crap for no reason this is not righteousness this is just like just being a battered wife which is Bad enough if you actually are a battered wife. If you're a grown man, it's like even worse. Uh, so don't do it. باب النهي عن التباغذ والتقاطع tadabur. The chapter regarding the prohibition against uh, uh, mutual hatred of one another and cutting one another off and turning your back against one another. Uh, قال الله تعالى إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٌ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى ذِلَّةٍ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ This is a chapter regarding the prohibition again of mutual hatred of one another, of cutting one another off and turning your back against one another. Allah Most High said that the believers are nothing except for brothers Um, and uh, Allah Most High said describing uh, describing those he loves that they are humble with the believers and they show their, their might and dignity against the uh, disbelievers and Allah Most High uh, said Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the messenger of Allah and those who are with him are harsh with the, uh, their disbelieving antagonists and they are merciful with uh, one another Anasin Rodi Allah Ta'ala, who and the Nabiya Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, call a Lata Bagavu, Walata Hasadu, Walata Dabaru, Walata Kata, Wakunu Ibadallahi Ikhwana, Walai Hilluli Muslimin, and Yahjura Akahu Folka Thalathin Mutafakun Alihi. Say the Anas ibn and Rodi Allah Ta'ala, who said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Do not hate one another, uh, and do not be jealous of one another and do not uh, turn your backs uh, to one another, and do not cut one another off uh, and be uh, uh, the slaves of uh, Allah as brothers uh, and it is not permissible for a Muslim to completely cut off his uh, brother for more than three days uh, uh, and it's a hadith both of Bukhari and Muslim so here this the, the the, the uh, the Hajr that's being described is what? Completely cutting the person off, like radio silence, silent treatment. It's sufficient for a person to not be uh, in that state, that when a person says, Salaamu Alaikum, that you say, Wa Alaikum salaam. You don't just ignore that they're there. You don't ignore that they're there. Um, and it's obviously makruda to just be like that, like, because it's the bare minimum, and then, you know, throw up the deuces and bounce how are you? I'm well. How's the kids? Okay. Much more than that, there are some people that are, you know, it's you know that you're not going to really get a whole lot of benefit. They're not going to get a whole lot of benefit in interacting with them. You don't have to be, like, best friends with everybody. There are a lot of people you probably shouldn't be best friends with. Learning who those people are is a skill and a craft in life. Some people learn the easy way and some people learn the hard way. Uh, but the point is, is, if you get to that point where you're like, hey, look, I really tried my best with this person and just every time... It just turns out badly. Okay, that's probably a sign that you should keep your relationship with them a little bit on the lighter side. But the point is, is, what you don't go to the point that you hate someone so bad that you don't return their salams. There are exceptions to this rule, by the way. A person who's a fasiq, who's mutajahir bil kabair, you know, shameless, open drunk, open liar, cheater, open something or another. They do something shamelessly without any remorse Uh, and they may not even I mean if they consider that sin to be permissible then they're not a Muslim anymore but if they're like yeah I know it's a sin but I don't care that person you know to me hajra of that person is a sunnah Uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, uh, what is an exception to that rule exception is if you think talking to them will somehow bring them back then feel free to go ahead and talk to them Uh, but uh, in general in general the general rule with such people is that they should not be uh, that they're exempted from this. Well, what's another? What's another uh, exemption? Uh, a person of bid'ah, reprehensible innovation. They're people who say the dumbest and craziest things about Deen, and really they should be blacklisted, especially from uh, platforms uh, uh, that have to do with the, our community uh, with regards to leadership or prominence or whatnot. So if somebody comes to you and hey, you know, like you know, I think uh, the companions were wrong about this, and I just you know whatever did my there are all kind of people like they people like that. There are people like a uh, hundred different without that you can name uh, uh, whatever whoever they are. There are exemptions to this. You know you don't you don't. Not only do you not have to keep relations, you're actually kind of not supposed to keep relations with such people. And the exception to that rule is what is if you somehow think keeping relationship with them is going to bring them back uh, or talk them out of their deviance or out of their sin, then go right ahead. But there's a yardstick for that. Like, is it actually working? Or have you been taking the guy out to lunch for, like, the last 20 years and he's just eating free lunch and nothing has changed and nothing's going to change? Uh, that's, that's again, that's less of a science and more of an art. Uh, and I'll leave that to the people who know you know, what they're doing with regards to that and just explain the, the kind of the parameters of how it's supposed to be. But the point is that Muslims should have a good, uh, good relationship with one another. Um that they shouldn't be they shouldn't kinda of hate one another. So if you find inside of your heart like hatred, especially for large groups of Muslims of particular nationality, a particular malhab, a particular these are this is, pro, this is a problem. This is gonna be a very large obstacle in your spiritual progress. When Huraira radiallahu anhu anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh salamakala, to fattahu abu abul janati yomalithnani wa yomul khamisi. فيوفر لكل عبد الله يشرك بالله شيئا الا رجلا كانت بينه وبين اخيه شحناء فيقال أَنظِرُ هذين حتى يصطلح رواه مسلم في رواية له تعرض الاعمال في كل يوم خميس وَاثْنَيْنِ وذكر نحوه سيدنا Abu هريره says that said that the messenger of Allah said that the Gates of paradise are flung wide open on Mondays and on uh, uh, Thursdays. Which are also the days that the Prophet ﷺ used to fast, right? That there's what does that mean? Like someone's like, well, what does that mean? So okay, someone opened the door of Jannah in like whatever dimension that that's all in. What benefit is it to you or to me? The point is is that the barakah of that reaches us. So the Rasul ﷺ, this is one of the reasons that he used to fast because things happen in the unseen uh, and things happen in uh, other places in the ghayb that are sources of great barakah. Right? So why is it that a person, for example, will go to the masjid and st- or like stay the whole night awake in ibadah in Laylatul Qadr? For the same reason that the barakah are there, in order to receive some part of it, you should also be in a state of ibadah. That's one of the points of having a word that a person says every day. You remember what that is, or is that only in Ramadan, or only when like you get yelled at? That's the point of having it, right? If you're, if there's a bunch of fish in the sea and you have a small net, are you going to catch a lot of fish or a small number of fish? Small number. Of fish. Okay, if your net is bigger, will you catch less fish or more fish? More fish. If you have no net, are you going to catch? How? And there's like the fish is boiling, the sea is boiling with fish. If you have no net at all. Are you gonna catch anything? Maybe. Maybe? How? Explain. This is very. This is mashallah new, uh, uh yeah. horizon, dimension of physics and zoology and uh, everything. You explain to me how how maybe with no net you're gonna catch maybe some fish. Explain that to me. It has, like a lot of fish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So your grab your hand is your net then, right? Mm-hmm. But you have no means of grabbing anything. How are you gonna How are you gonna maybe a fish? Is it going to, like, are they going to transport it like Star Trek or whatever, you know? Right, take us. someone said take a stick. That's your net then, right? That's your means to catch it. You have to have some means to catch it, right? That's the point. That's the point of having the weird, is that these things happen. You want to benefit from them. You have to have some medium for which that benefit uh, occurs. And so, and yes, there's no maybe. If you have no, you're not going to catch anything. Okay, just just to be clear. Um <laughs> uh, so that's 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 what that is. That this is Mondays and Thursdays. This is one of the reasons out there, one of the reasons that uh, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to fast on these days. Uh he says that and because of the barakah of this event, every slave that doesn't associate partners with Allah Ta'ala uh, um, is forgiven. Which is wonderful. That's great news, ladies and gentlemen. It's good news, right? Tomorrow is Monday. It's good news. The kuffar, they curse the rain and it's barakah. The kuffar, they curse Monday and that's the day we're forgiven. Ba- bad day for them, good day for us, alhamdulillah, right? That's the day Rasulullah uh, was born. That was the day that the Rasul sallam arrived in Medina Munawwara uh, and that's the day that he passed from this world as well, right? Monday is a good day. Uh, uh Mondays and Thursdays this thing happens and the only exception is what uh, a person who has like a grudge then acts to grind against another, per, another his brother and so uh, the angels say like leave these two uh, unforgiven until they until they bury the hatchet now again this just burying the hatchet means what it doesn't mean that you, until you become best friends. And like feed each other like, you know, like uh, dinner, like bite by bite or whatever, right? This just means bury the hatchet. Some people are annoying. You have no, they, Allah has not created any good for you with them and any good for them with you. But bury the hatchet means what? The shahna that you, the, the, the you know, this, the, this uh, uh, enmity that, that a person carries that weighs them down. It's that you like want bad for them you shouldn't want bad for him. it's sufficient to be like look this person ya Allah you created them you sustain them you know what the point of this person is I have no idea <laughs> you know uh you know that's between you and them and like you're the best you're the asal khaliqin you're the most beautiful and perfect of creators you know all of what why and all that stuff so I you know whatever good that you destined for that person increase that person in that good and uh, you know, I'm gonna try to stay away so as to not like harm any of that. Right? That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, so don't let people use this hadith into guilt tripping you into like, you know, whatever, wasting even more of your time or more of your remaining, uh, uh, quickly evaporating mental health uh, 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 meter that you have. Um, just don't, just don't hate each other. That's. That's a, that's a good start. Now, I'm a relatively pessimistic person. Oftentimes, a person's mindset becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So there are some optimistic people that may you may think somebody is complete write-off, but there may actually be good in them. So you feel free to like you know hang out with such people and to take benefit from their optimism. And who knows, maybe you can still yet be friends or whatever. But uh, if you come and ask me, I'll probably tell you yes. Yeah, person's a complete time waster. Just like leave them alone. Make do off with them from afar and like from across the parking lot that's enough that's enough you don't have to you don't have to like you know get you have to learn the same lesson the hard way like 70 times only to be like oh look at the hadith to so learn 71 times no the hadith is not saying that what is it saying just don't wish bad for a person uh, just don't wish bad for a person باب تحريم الحسد وهو تمني زوال النعمة عن صاحبها سواء كانت كانت نعمة دين أو الدنيا uh call wa ka uh call Allahu ta' Allah uh sudun nasa ala ma'ata mullahum il pavlihi uhirin ayah, right uh uh the uh, Allah ta'ala says it's a snippet of an ayah that uh, do they uh, uh are they are they envious of, of the people uh, for that which uh, Allah Ta'ala gave uh, from His uh, 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 from His from His grace uh, and this is I believe the context of this is the uh, 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 Banu Israel their hasad toward the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إياكم الحسد فإن الحسد يأكل الحسنات كما تأكل النار رواه أبو داود أبو هريرة uh, رضي الله تعالى عنه said that the Prophet said I warn you with regards to jealousy because indeed jealousy eats good deeds like a fire eats wood uh, or a fire will eat up brush uh, and fire eats up brush very quickly. Uh, so don't, don't be a hater. And uh, what is the, the, the definition of jealousy? Is to wish for another person to lose a blessing that they have. Uh, uh, whether that blessing is a religious blessing or whether it's a, a, a worldly blessing. It's fine if someone else has something. You're like, oh, that's wonderful. I wish I had that. That's fine. Just make dua for them that Allah barakah on what they have. And then ask for it for yourself. Allah can give everybody um but to like actually like want someone to lose their blessing that's that's not cool uh that's not cool at all uh and uh we don't we don't do that babanahi uh Anit at tajassusi what uh wa wa at-tasam'i li kalamin uh li kalami man yakrahu istima'ahu uh qala Allah ta'ala wa la tajassasu wa qala ta'ala uh, the chapter regarding the prohibition of spying and to like, try to listen into to uh, other people, uh, their conversations or their, what they're doing. Um, even though such a, you know, a person would dislike uh, being listened to in those situations or in those conversations. Uh, Allah Ta'ala uh, he says in surah al hujrat uh, that don't spy on one other, another and Allah most high said that those who uh, harm the believers believing men and women uh, for something that they didn't they didn't earn that they don't deserve uh, such people have carried a great falsehood uh, carried a falsehood and a clear uh, sin uh, when Abu Hurairah ta'ala anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قال إياكم فإن الظن أكذب الحديث ولا تحسسوا ولا تجسسوا ولا تنافسوا ولا تحاسدوا ولا تباغضوا ولا تدابروا، وكونوا عباد الله إخوانا كما أمركم المسلم أخو المسلم لا يظلمه ولا يخذله ولا يحقره، التقوىها هنا التقوىها هنا ويشير إلى صدره بحسب مرء من الشر أن يحقر أخاه المسلم. كل المسلم على المسلم حرام دمه وعرضه وماله ان الله لا ينظر الى اجسادكم ولا الى صوركم ولكن ينظر الى قلوبكم وفي روايه لا تحاسدوا ولا تباغضوا ولا تجسسوا ولا تحسسوا ولا تناجشوا وكونوا عباد الله اخوانا وفي روايه لا تقاطعوا ولا تدابروا ولا تباغضوا ولا تحاسدوا وكونوا عباد الله اخوانا وفي روايه لا تهاجروا لا تهاجروا عفوا ولا يبع بعضكم على بيع بعض رواه مسلم بكل هذه الروايات وروى البخاري اكثرها The words of the Rasul sallallahu are nur, and there's so much barakah and there's so much khair in them. And uh, you know, who says these things? Afterward you know, people say them because they heard the Prophet sallallahu say them, but who says these things uh, except for somebody who is beloved to Allah Ta'ala. Sayyidina Abu Huraira said that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, I warn you with regards to suspicion uh, of others. Here the one that's mentioned is what? It's baseless suspicion. There's something you have no Dalila love, but you have a suspicion, you know? Maybe you're an Israeli spy, maybe you're here to rob me, maybe you're here because, uh, you know, you uh, I don't know, like you're gonna steal the carpet one day, maybe you're here because you know, whatever. I mean, you're here for this reason, and you're here for that reason, and I'm here to do, show off to everybody. And you're here for this. we're all just everybody had people. People have this like kind of thing in their head, and they actually think about it as some sort of wisdom or some sort of smartness. It's just stupidity, and it it, it, it you, you ruin your own self, and you ruin other people, as will be. Explained further on again uh, within uh, uh, this and subsequent chapters. So He says, "I warn you with regards to this this kind of baseless uh, uh, suspicion of people, because such a suspicion is the most uh, uh, the 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 most untrue uh, 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 speech. The speech that's most well classified as a lie." Uh, he says, "Do not, uh, do not, you know, like don't don't try to." Uh, uh, spy on one another. Here, tahassasu, right? His means like your senses, right? Don't deploy your senses in order to try to trap people. Uh, don't spy on one another. La tanafasu, don't compete with one another. Here, compete means like that type of competition where you try to like force like, you know, like going toe-to-toe with another car to try to like cut them off so that they can't merge onto the highway like level of tanafas This is what's meant. And there are some people who also think that this is somehow... Like a good thing. It's not a good thing. I guess if it's necessary, like, it's, you know, you die or they die or whatever, that's one thing. But there are some people who go too far and stuff, like, all the time. It's okay. Like, you can let somebody else have something, you know, every now and again if you're not going to die or whatever, right? Uh, so that's the type of tanafis that the Prophet wasallam is uh, forbidding, that you just don't let anyone get any, any any anything in edgewise. You know, it's one of those things. Like, you, you, you know, you have a soccer match against, like, the bad team right So, like you know like there's like Blaine is a small enough school right but there are some schools completely crazy like Sultan or whatever like weird like out in the middle of nowhere like been to schools where like you know they barely have half a team on the soccer field or whatever right so the coach after you're like 7-0 you're like to zero or whatever right the coach is usually a decent enough person called the team and be like look let them have a goal and don't be just be a complete jerk you know like that's good. That's good. akhlaq. Yeah, don't blow the match. You know, <laughs> you still win, right? There's no skin off of your back. But don't be like so, so competitive about everything that you just kind of, uh, you push, uh, you push a person uh, toward like suffocation. Walata <inaudible> hasadu, don't, don't, don't be jealous of one another. <inaudible> don't hate one another. Don't turn your backs on one another, and be the slaves and worshippers of Allah. As brothers uh, uh, and just as he had commanded you the Muslim is the brother of the Muslim he does not transgress him uh, uh, or oppress him he doesn't fail to show, show up uh, in his defense this is 100% a fail that the ummah is currently doing right now I get the fact that nobody in Riyadh the dar's he today commands like a sovereign polity but on an international level 100% this is khidlan that our brothers and sisters are being killed in the most horrible way possible and nobody is coming to their aid you're not able to affect those things that's fine but it doesn't mean that you should make khidlan of one another one thing is Palestinians so was like okay I'm going to go download like whatever, Twitter and Facebook and Insta and like just post like seven, not, I mean, that's, okay, do that, go ahead, I'm not saying not to, but I'm just saying that this is something that starts locally as well, right, it's not that, okay, you can be a big, like, guy that's, like, on Felistine on Instagram or whatever, but, like, your neighbors, you're, you know, got cancer and you, like, never went over to, like, ask how they're doing or offer to cook dinner, like, one night a week or something like that, you know, uh, that you don't do this to one another, you don't just, like, leave people high and dry in their time of need. This is really bad. Uh, and I don't think, according to our like whatever American sensibility, it's considered to be bad because Hivlan is like you're not doing something, right? It's not like you're not doing something. It's no, you're expected to render basic aid and basic assistance to your uh, Muslim brother to not show up, to fail to help when a person needs help. This is a really bad thing. The Prophet forbade it, and to do it is a bad thing and the fun thing is we can all get away with it because it's kind of harder to quantify it's something only Allah will know whether you're doing it or not because everybody's able to have you know an excuse about something and just like just like you are expected to accept other people's excuses other people are expected to accept your excuses and sometimes your excuses are genuine but sometimes you also drink your own kool-aid we make up fake excuses and then you start to believe they're genuine even though they're really not uh, so you know let a person be very cognizant of this don't fail to come to the aid of another person uh, another person uh, of la ilaha illallah of another Muslim Since so the Muslim is the brother of the Muslim he does not transgress him nor does he fail to come to his basic assistance nor does he hate him uh, here hate not hate it's nor that nor, nor does he detest him that you think of another person as detestable this is something that's really bad in the Muslim world. Um, and it's we have that racism amongst us as well. There's a kind of like a caste hierarchy that people have. Everybody thinks that they're themselves at the top. <laughs> that's like the dumbest, like the ch- dumb cherry on top of the dumb uh, 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 cake. But, uh, uh, you know, th- th- that's st- completely stupid. Uh, um that you don't you don't detest another Muslim and the hadith itself will explain uh, explain this uh, better than, than, than what I can and what I want to. Uh, and then the prophet وسلم, said that Taqwa is in here, the fear of God is in here and he said it twice and then he um, he pointed toward his Mubarak Sadr wasallam to his Mubarak chest uh, that it's inside of your heart it's not something like that you show outwardly rather it's a it's a state that that you carry with you inside of your heart he said it's sufficient um, uh, evil for a person uh, to detest his Muslim every Muslim is sacred and inviolable for another Muslim in his blood and in his honor and in his property you can't take stuff from people and you cannot uh, 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 spill their blood you cannot uh you cannot violate their honor, and you cannot uh, take their stuff. Uh, and then this is this is the explanation, right? You're not supposed to detest another Muslim. He said, the, "What he goes, indeed, Allah Ta'a doesn't look at your body. Who's tall? Who's short? Who's fat? Who's skinny? Who's you know ripped and who's jacked and who's put on the gains and who's you know not whatever done any of that. does care about, those things. Don't impress a person. There's a." a I, feel, I believe Hazrat Shaykh, he writes that in the Tariq the, Mashayikh uh, about Sayyid Abu Bakr Anhu that he said that one of the worst things that a person can do is look at themselves physically and like be pleased with themselves or impressed with themselves. You should take care of yourself physically. You should be in good health and all of that other stuff. You know, if you want, after dars I'll give you like an hour-long lecture about kettlebells or something, something like that, right? That's fine. That's different. The point is, is this is what is that there's a difference between that and there's a difference between thinking that you're something because of the, the, the body Allah Ta'ala gave you uh, or thinking that, you know, being impressed with yourself or something like that. Uh, he says that he says that Allah Ta'ala doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't look at those things. Uh, uh, he doesn't look at your body and He doesn't look at your your, your your image, like how you look, like do you look nice, do you look bad, you know, by a human standard. None of that that has all, all that much meaning to Him. Uh, or all that much value to him. Rather, he looks at your hearts. Uh, that's what that that's what means something to him. And so, a person should be really careful about that. A person should be very careful about that. Very particular about that. That's why you don't look down on another Muslim. And again, there's all kind of weird, stratified caste hierarchies that we have amongst our uh, each other. It's completely bakwas. It's completely bogus. Okay, if you go into the masjid. The Arabs want to have the Arab imam, the Desis want to have This imam, although oftentimes they want the Arab imam because they hate themselves as well. But that's still a caste ratification as well, right? The Bengali Association never calls the Bengali guy to speak. Why? It's the same thing, right? It's still wrong. It's the same thing, it's still wrong. All of this stuff is all satanic, it's all shaitanic It shouldn't be in the masjid even The fact that we look at it and we take these things into account For anything other than a sheer Machiavellian political calculation It's very wrong It's not right Uh, But at the door of the Hanukkah, it has no place If it has a place here, then wrap all of this up It's just a complete waste of time um, this is one of the reasons I actually have a lot of respect for MSA, even though many Moldis obviously, uh, oftentimes will roll their eyes and clown on MSA. But like, mashallah, this is one thing that most MSAs and most MSAs that I've at least interacted with have been and have been able to mitigate or stem, if not completely uh, get, get you know, rid of these uh, types of issues. The point is that you don't look down on your brother Muslim. Uh, I guess I'm talking about in particular about race. People, I guess, look at down on each other for other stuff as well, but uh, don't don't look down on another Muslim for anything. This is why the tahawiyah has like, all these different like you know things about defining who a Muslim is, and that that person is a wali of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and that you have to treat them this way and that way, etc. And it talks about the importance of having iman. This is aqidah issue, and it's an aqidah issue nobody thinks about or talks about because it's not something that you can uh, push a lot of. YouTube videos about being nice to one another. Nobody cares. right? If you get up and you say, oh, so and so was wrong, then you're going to become famous. Uh, you're not going to go viral by telling people to be nice to each other. But guess what? It's the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we're going to do it anyway. And we're going to be successful and we're going to be happy uh, because we did it. Um, and so this is what the Prophet is saying so that Allah ta'ala doesn't look at your body or your appearance uh, rather he looks at your heart and in a different in a different narration he says don't be jealous of one another and don't hate one another and don't spy on one another and don't you know deploy your senses in order to in order to catch one another uh without tana <inaudible> don't don't artificially outbid one another Tanajush <inaudible> is what is to be like a faker at auction because, you know, somebody else, you have a suspicion that they might pay a higher price. So you put in a, another bid, not because you want to buy it, but because you want to push that person to a higher, higher price, higher and higher price. Don't artificially inflate prices to one for one another. And be this, the worshippers of Allah as as brothers. Uh, and in the narration, the Prophet says, don't cut one another off and don't turn your backs on one another. And don't hate one another and don't be jealous of one another and be the... Worshippers of Allah Taala as brothers, and in another narration it says, "Don't abandon one another, uh, and don't uh, 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 sell some of you over others." I Meaning, don't artificially pump up prices. Somebody is buying something, and the deal is more or less done. Don't just cut and be like, oh, "I'll pay more for it." Like, just let let them have that, and like you know, find your deal uh, somewhere else. Uh, and it's narrated by Muslim. All of these different narrations are narrated by Muslim, and some of them, are most of them, are. Also found with in, in Bukhari. Uh, Sayyidina Mu'awiyah, mm-hmm. Sayyidina Mu'awiyah ta'ala, and who narrates that he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallam, say, if you uh, go and like poke through to try to find the uh, aurat.'" Uh, uh, the embarrassing private uh, matters of the believers you will destroy them or you or you not destroy them you will uh, spoil spoil them spoil them not in like as in like giving a child candy but as in the ruin them. I guess that's probably a better word to use. You'll ruin them or you'll push them to the brink of ruin. Uh, so don't 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 like poke into people's private matters. Why? Because the more you find out the more those things that a person would be embarrassed to have other people know come out front. Now their embarrassment no longer serves any purpose, right? What are you going to do? Kill yourself? You have to go on. So then that embarrassment gets exchanged for shamelessness. When people then become shameless about their deeds, uh, um, there's a type of brazenness in there, in that misconduct. Uh, that brazenness will then spill over into them going into further and further misconduct. Whereas if you let a person, if a person has some, like, weird, like, you know, you follow, whatever, you follow me after dars and you find out that every Sunday afterward I go, like, smoke a hookah at the shisha bar or whatever, right? I kind of, like, make sure to go to the other side of town so no one sees it or, okay, so now, like, you've outed me all over, the, so what, would you like this place to become a shisha bar so that, like, okay, that's a bad thing that a person does, right? If I did it, would be a really bad thing. Would you like now just, that we just turn this place into shisha? So the one, like, good thing that we'd we be read the hadith of the Prophet we sit and make the dhikr of Allah that even that gets like wasted in it that's the point of this don't like you know if someone is doing something openly and brazenly that's different but the point is, is that the thing that people are hiding don't like just go out and try to out everybody uh, be a be a muckraker uh, uh, for things that are not in the part of the public interest because you'll just end up ruining everybody when Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله تعالى أنه, انه أُتِيَ بِ له هذا فلان تقطر لحيته خمرا uh, فقال uh, إن قد نهينا عن التجسس ولكن إن يظهر إن يظهر لنا شيء نأخذ به. حديث صحيح رواه أبو داود بإسناد على شرط ومسلم. So this is an elegant summary of how a person deals with two competing interests. Said Abdullah bin Masood a man was. Uh, 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 he was told about a man. Um, he said that this man was his beard was dripping with wine. Uh, he says that uh, we were. For, uh, he replies uh, to this accusation. He says we were forbidden from spying on one another. But if something then also comes, oh, like comes apparent, becomes apparent to us, then uh, we're obliged to them act on that, to take that and accept it and act on it. So the point is not that you go around looking for people, uh, what are they doing, this is a guy getting drunk inside their house. but if you walks outside and everybody knows and sees that it's happened, then it's happened. There's no, you don't say, oh look, we're supposed to like not spy on one another and like the person is just getting drunk on their porch uh, every weekend and nobody does or says anything about it. Uh, and so this is a, a, a very common sense balance uh, in which there's mercy for the believers, and taking those people to tasks that do sin openly, whereas uh, uh, leaving people to struggle with, their, with themselves when they sin in private. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us against our uh, sins and our vices, yeah. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us such that we see the good in one another and are blinded yeah. to um, one another's faults. And uh, Allah protect us from those people who are blinded to the good that we have inside of us oh, yeah. and only see our faults. So sallallahu ta'ala ar rasulihi sayyidna Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.